Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. So how many properties do you need to retire? Some people is three, some people you just need one. Some people need five. Join me as I take you through this podcast and walk you through step-by-step how many properties you need to retire and how you build out your property portfolio. Welcome to another episode of Commercial Property Roadshow. You're here with Helen Tarrant. And how many properties do you need to retire? I mean, look, how long is a piece of string, right? And most people are going, well, how do I know? So this is going to be some big picture stuff. And when it comes to specific things like exactly what the property profile is going to look like, the criteria and anything else, I really encourage you to reach out to us, do a strategy call, join one of our events, order the book so you can find out more specifically what suits you. And don't get fanciful. If you looking for the uplift with the growth and the cash flow let's build the unicorn portfolio rather than look for the unicorn and that's really really important so number one thing to work out how many properties you need to retire firstly look at how much cash flow you're going to need do you need a hundred grand to retire now hundred grand to retire means two things now maybe fifty thousand dollars outside of super and fifty thousand dollars inside of super it could mean a hundred thousand dollars just outside of super because you've got no money in super at the moment you could be retiring the next five years you could be retiring the next 15 years whatever your timeline is we can work that out whatever your Outside, inside, super, we can build a plan. And that's what Unicorn Commercial Property does. That's what Helen Tarrant does. This is my specialty. Build out the plan, help you to execute, and help you implement. And that's the most fastest way, most convenient way to get you there. Now, so let's say you've got $100,000. Let's say that's outside of super. Because we're at a high interest environment, I want you to times that by 1.4. So that's 140, then times by 10. So it's whatever it is that you want now. So 100,000 times basically by 10 and add 40%, right? So that's $100,000 means you need a million dollars normally in a deposit. If it was an ordinary situation, we had a three to 4% interest rate. But now interest rates at six to 7% soon, maybe. And it may plateau out and it may come down to five and a half. But during this time, you need to add an extra 40%. So that is the true cost of what that interest rate is costing you. Extra 40% to get to that 100K goal. Now that's $1.4 million you're going to need in deposit or equity. So cash deposit or equity for you to retire on 100 thousand dollars now 1.4 million gives you on a lease stock loan which is not looking at you for servicing so if you have residential and principal home all that don't worry about it just look at the numbers of that 1.4 that's your focus now 1.4 million how do i get there how can i accumulate that 1.4 equals 3.5 million dollars in a portfolio now that's really really important really interesting to look at is because now you've got the 100k you've got 1.4 million now 3.5 in terms of portfolio build now those things take design what does 3.5 million dollars need to look like well the thing is in order to get your 100k you have to clear a margin between what the tenant pays you in rent so your net yield the net returning cash minus what you pay out to the bank in terms of an interest rate and now that gap is typically two to three percent interest rate difference so you need to get a yield of seven percent overall on the 3.5 so it doesn't mean you have to go out and buy a 3.5 million dollar property yielding at seven percent you can but you've got all your eggs in one basket right so 
you've got 3.5 right in there. If you're getting a 7% portfolio, you need to be able to be at an interest rate of 5%. Now, we're not at an interest rate of 5%. We're at 6 to 6.5% currently in this market. So you need to aim for a property portfolio return overall of 8%. Now, you're not going to get that tomorrow. We now add in timeline. So timeline is how long you want to do this before you retire and go, that's it, three and a half mil, 1.4 million, done and dusted, let's go kind of thing. In order to do that, you've got to work out how long you want to retire, right? If you've got $200,000 now and you don't have any equity, you've got maybe one residential property or you don't have anything, you've got some money in super and that's it, it's probably going to take you 10 to 15 years for you to get there. And that metric is going to change, right? Because interest rates will go up, interest rates will come down. But just remember the general goal is that 1.4 million. Now that 1.4 million might go down because interest rate might go back down to really, really low rates or 3%, or it might be 1.6 million with inflation continuing, maybe interest rate holding still, maybe interest rates going up, right? That may change over time. But the value of money today, you need 1.4 million. So if you've got 200,000, it's probably going to take you 10 to 15 years. If you have 500,000 and you've got some money in super, even it's 100 or 200K, it's probably going to half that journey for you. It's probably going to be about seven to nine years for you to get there. And if you've got close to a mil, 800, 900,000, it's probably doable within a five to seven year period. And of course, if you already got an unencumbered property or if you've got enough equity in a couple of properties at 1.4 million and you're happy to liquidate and sell, you can literally get there within the next 12 months. And that's what we're equipped to do here at Unicorn Commercial Property with myself is to actually help you build that portfolio. Now, just remember, it's growing a portfolio. It's not just buying something at it, because now if you want 8%, right? 8%, you're going to go to an extreme regional town. It's not really going to work. It's not really going to work. But if you are able to build, say, for a five-year period or for a seven or even 10-year period, remember a 6% yielding property after three rental increases, just that even 3% becomes six and a half and a bit more. So that means that buying the property today at 6% and allowing a three rental increase, that for some people maybe two years, for some of them maybe two to three years, depending on the lease. So it is about a two to three-year journey, you're at six and a half, right? With compounded over five years, it's a 7% yield. If you've got a 10-year journey and you want to get to 8%, it's not that hard. And if you've got a five-year journey and you need to get to 8%, you start off with a 7%, right? So overall, you're building a portfolio and in there, you're going to need some growth properties, which will probably be 5 to 6%. You're going to have some cash flow properties, which will probably be 7, 7.5%. You're going to have something in between. You might have an uplift to be able to get you more up there. But that on the whole is how you look at your metrics. So you take what you you want so whether it's 200 250 500 50,000 you times it by 10 to get to the baseline then you need to add a margin on top of it because of the interest rate and at the moment that's 40 percent because of the way that it's compounded over time and don't ask me how I worked that out because I worked it out from doing it and doing the numbers and working with literally hundreds of everyday Australians just like yourself how to put their portfolio together is working that out right then you got to work out what does that work out in terms of my leverage. If I can leverage better, then I may not need 1.4 million. If I am a doctor and I'm earning a million dollars a year or $500,000 a year and I don't have that much debt, then I can easily get there tomorrow, right? But if you're a doctor, you probably want to build a million dollars in passive income. So that's very, very different. So we do a whole range of people going you know, upwards and downwards and across as well. So moving forward, if you want to then now split it into 
super, part of it in super and part of it outside super. And I think that's a really smart thing to do is really to design a super strategy on top of your outside of super strategy because outside of super strategies can change over time and it's impacted by life that you cannot sometimes control. You have, you know, death of a family member, your children being sick, you lose a job, something happens to your other investments, you have to move, whatever it is, right? And that can stop or hinder your investment journey. But in super, because it's quarantine, sometimes it's better to look at that individually as a strategy. So for example, you want to build $100,000 in super. One of the ways to do it is you've got to go to three properties. In super, the best way to actually get to that end is three properties. And three properties and you buy every three to four years is another property. So the way you do it is you've got some money in super. If you can contribute to that, that's the best way, right? The first lot of properties and money you have in super is not only your industry super, but money you can contribute and contribute in the next four to five years to get you head started. After that if you choose not to contribute because you've changed a job or something else that's fine but the next four to five years is really important in the head start in terms of your super so what does that mean for you it means that number one you take whatever you have let's say 200 250 000 in super you take it out of your industry fund you put it into a self-managed super fund then you take that money and you go all right i'm gonna go and leverage as much as i can yes there is gonna be a higher interest rate and at the moment that's seven to eight percent but you're still gonna get growth the property's still gonna self-sustain you're gonna contribute which will continue to bring the repayments down to more principal right that's the whole point that's why the next four or five years is really important so you start building by buying one property and that may be 650,000 on 200 grand or 250 grand 650,000 if you are not doing a huge amount of contributions you try to find the highest yielding property you can if you are not doing contribution. Now, there's a lot of variables here and super something that's got to be planned really carefully, right? So if that's not, if you are young and you're doing in your 30s or early 40s, it's better that you put a growth property in there. Now, once you've done the growth property, you can hold it for 10 years, sell it to pay down your other two. So the idea is it's a 10-year journey in super. You have one cash flow property and two growth properties. And the idea is the sooner you get a growth property in there, the sooner you let the time to brew and let time in the market, when you actually cash out, you keep two. You sell one out of the three and you keep two, right? So therefore, you pay down, use what you can. So if you can sustain better repayments, then in the beginning, you want to do growth properties, right? If you can sustain it. If you can't, you're not contributing much, do cash flow. If you can sustain it, do growth first. Give it time for the 10 years for it to grow. Do the cash flow next and then do another growth one, right? So at the end, you have one that's grown exponentially, pays down everything else. Then you have the cash flow paid off, your cash flow property paid off, and you've got a growth property there that's partially paid off. That's going to give you the cash flow, that 50 or 100K, right? I always say you've got to have a goal of building 100K passive income through your super. And that's a totally different conversation to building it outside of super. It's very complicated how much you're going to need to retire, but that's where I'm here for. I'm here to help you work it out. So reach out to me, helen at unicorn.com.au. Let's jump on a strategy call. Let's discuss what is it that you need the specifics around the type of property. Let's build that plan, build that pathway, and let us help you build that cash flow rich portfolio so that you can retire sooner. Real metrics, real clarity, real property deals, and real strategies you can follow and implement in this murky market of volatility, right? In the meantime, hit the bell, subscribe, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now. 
So I hope you've enjoyed that episode on how many properties you need to build out your portfolio. Now, everyone's different. Everyone's characteristics is different. The main thing to remember is to build out the first one with your criteria. Now, the first one's going to be harder than anyone else because you're going to learn about your portfolio. You're going to learn about the criterias and you're going to learn about what you need to get started. After that, it's rinse and repeat and different strategies will implement throughout your portfolio. Now, that's what we're here to do at Unicorn Commercial Property. Connect with us at one of our events. Check us out at unicorn.com.au and let us help you build a cash flow rich portfolio. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.